Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Well, the Panthers are heading back to South Florida on this Monday. Uh, they're home for two games, Tuesday night, tomorrow against the Ottawa Senators, and then Thursday against the Los Angeles Kings before going back on the road, and then three more games before the holiday break in Minnesota, where the Wild are having a great year, and then in Chicago, and finally home against Nashville on the 23rd before uh, what should be uh, the most exciting week of the season thus far for the Panthers. They, in the last week of December, have the Lightning and Rangers back-to-back at home uh, before that. They'll play in Carolina, so three games in four nights, and then on New Year's Day, a one o'clock face-off against the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you know, the road trip for the Panthers, once again, uh, haven't played as well and haven't gotten the results on the road as they have at home. I thought on this trip, for the most part, they played well. Um, you know, they, they got some saves at times, but at the real key times, like in overtime against St. Louis and in the third period against Colorado, um, you know, both goaltenders, Spencer Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky, unfortunately, um, you know, couldn't just shut the door. And that's what really led to only getting one point potentially in St. Louis and then getting no points in Colorado because Andre Burakovsky had a career night. The guy had never had a hat trick before. Um, and he got all three Colorado goals. You don't see it happen all that often. So the Panthers had another furious comeback down to nothing in the third period in Colorado. Uh, against one of the hottest teams in the league. Joe Thornton and Brandon Montour come through. A couple of depth players there get goals. Carter Verhage was great, I thought, throughout that game, and he set up both goals. But just a little while later, Burakovsky scored, and then the Panthers, as they always do, um, threw everything they had at the Avalanche, but somehow Darcy Kemper, with a little help from on one play anyway in the final seconds, defenseman Eric Johnson, um, as Sam Reinhart looked like he had a goal that was heading in, he swept it out of the blue paint. So, uh, you know, effort-wise and all the things that we always talk about, about playing fast and keeping the pressure on, there's absolutely, uh, you know, nothing you could say on the derogatory about this team. They never give up. They always keep on coming, as they've talked about many times. You just don't want to play from behind so often. But, you know, when you look at this road um, record so far this season, um, you know, they've gone into a lot of tough places. And they've already played twice in Tampa. They played in Washington. They played in Pittsburgh, Colorado, St. Louis. Um, and, and they've gotten some points. You know, I just think it's, it's a few plays here and there. Uh, some of these overtime after regulation losses. Uh, like the game in Boston, they had a 2-1 lead in the third, end up losing it in a shootout, um, you know, in Tampa. I mean, Vasilevsky makes a great save on Ekblad, if you remember that. And then the whole sequence, Braden Point gets a breakaway and scores. So, you know, one or two of those overtime games, like they have at home, where they've gone the Panthers' way. And a lot of times they are crapshoots. Uh, suddenly that road record would look a lot better. But you can live 
with 500 for a stretch on the road, um, which they are so far in the season, and 12 games in, so still plenty of road games left. Uh, but you can live with that when you've got uh, one of the greatest home starts in NHL history. The Panthers are 14-1 and at home. It's only the sixth time ever that a team has won 14 of its first 15 home games, and the first time since 2008, so it's been a while. Uh, ironically enough, Joe Thornton was on that team. The OH Sharks won 14 of their first 15 at home. So, um, you know, you, you got to win the home games, the games you're supposed to win, and it goes the same on the road. I mean, some of the road wins this year are Philadelphia, um, you know, Detroit, uh, they beat Arizona on the recent road trip. So, you know, win the games you're supposed to win. Uh, this team is in great shape at 18, 5, and 4. And four. Um, you know, points in almost every game. It was a rare regulation loss against Colorado. They had a five-game point streak going. So uh, I think they'll really look at this um, little stretch here before the holiday break is, hey, it's like a five-game, you know, sprint, if you will. And what you really want to do, 10 available points, three home games, I mean, you want to get at least, you know, at least eight points out of out of these games, however you get them at this point. Uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, a third of the way <clears throat> into the season, is absolutely loaded. Um, six of the top seven teams in the NHL are in the East. Um, and, of course, the Panthers division, the Atlantic division is, it's unbelievable. The Panthers, the Lightning in Toronto. And um, it doesn't seem to matter uh, for the Panthers and for the Lightning as well who's hurt and who's in that lineup. I mean, we could talk about Barkoff being out for 11 of the last 12 games and Duclair missing a bunch in a row and Marchman being out. And, but, you know, you look at it and other players have missed games. Um, you had Bennett out for a little while as well for the Panthers and Forsling was out. But, you know, Tampa's missing, missing Kucherov and Point and they continue to find a way as the Panthers continue to find a way. Now Toronto's without Mitch Marner. Um, so that's just the way the league is. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have guys out of lineup, but when you look at Carolina, the Rangers, Washington, and even Pittsburgh, um, and then you look at the Panthers, Toronto, and Tampa, that's seven teams right there. And if you add in Boston, which was out west in, in Canada and getting wins, um, you know, slowly here as we approach the new year, the playoff picture starts to come into focus of, you know, who's really in it, who's out of it. Um, as far as the Panthers and the schedule, um, you look at it, they haven't played Ottawa yet. And none of these games are wins, by the way. We saw, you know, Ottawa beat uh, beat Tampa the other day. We saw Carolina last night going to Vancouver and lose. Although the Canucks are playing great since the coaching change. They're Bruce Boudreaux. They're 4-0. So, you know, you could look at the schedule, but you still have to play the games. And even all those teams, they're going to get some wins. Um, but the Panthers haven't played Ottawa, haven't played Montreal and um, still have you know games left against B Buffalo, who they only played a couple of times and only played once so far and only played Detroit once, although Detroit much improved team. And if Buffalo gets the goaltending they've been getting from their young goaltender, Uka Pekalukunen, I just like saying his name, um, <laughs> they, they'll certainly be um, competitive. So you can never count on the wins, but you love the way it's set up for the Panthers, uh, getting points in all but five of their games tied for the fewest regulation losses in the NHL. So... Uh, home games against Ottawa and Los Angeles. We'll have them for you on Bally Sports. We'll have all the games uh, on Bally Sports. In fact, the next the next non-Bally Sports game, and by now you probably know ESPN Plus has exclusive games with the new TV deal. The next exclusive game that 
we will not be broadcasting on Valley Sports. It will only be on ESPN Plus is February 1st at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. So there's um, there's five games in the final three months of the season that will be exclusively on uh, ESPN Plus. And the next one is February 1st. Um, I have no skin in the game at all. I do not work for ESPN. I do not get any money <laughs> from NHL or ESPN, but ESPN Plus really is, if you had the NHL package before, um, it's a great deal. It's half the price of what the NHL package used to be. And if you're a sports fan um, or a hockey fan, ESPN Plus has just a ton of other stuff on it, including, by the way, PHF Hockey, which is uh, the Women's Hockey League, which I have been doing some of the games uh, remotely. And then my next game, I believe, is January 9th. So um, there's just a ton of content on there. And, uh, and, you know, it gets various shows and highlights of hockey also. So um, if you're a hockey fan and you're a sports fan, 70 bucks for the year, half of what the NHL package used to be. Of course, you do have to stream it. But obviously, if you have a smart TV or you just get an Amazon Fire Stick, it's, uh, yes, it's technically streamed. You need Wi-Fi, but it is on your television set. Um, so anyway, little tip, because I know a lot of people were, we have been asking about that. I think by now, the season now, a couple months in, people have pretty much uh, figured it out. So thanks as always to listening to the Goldie on Ice podcast. Please take a moment, listen for our sponsors. Thanks to our producer, Brett Markowitz, uh, who always does a great job. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the hockey, everybody. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDS and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDS on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. -E uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 594 5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954 922 8660 online at com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.